Indeed, I will not. I'm looking forward to it. Will you be joining us, Miss Dawson, or will our talk of business and local gossip bore you? Joseph flashed a smile, showing Lottie a row of perfect white teeth, made more perfect by his slightly dusky skin. Wesley butted in quickly before his daughter showed herself up even more. She will indeed. She's got a good business head on her as my lass, and likes to know what's going on. I sent her to finishing school at Harrogate, and what she didn't learn there, I taught her. There's not many lasses as clever as our Charlotte. Wesley sighed and looked at the pride of his life. At that moment, Lottie looked as daft as a milksop. Well, I look forward to seeing you both. Did we say around seven? Joseph smiled at them both as he caught Wesley scowling at his dumbstruck daughter. Aye, that'll be grand. Mrs. Cranston, my cook, will not see you go hungry. Wesley shook Joseph's hand warmly. Joseph smiled and bowed politely to the smitten Charlotte. He might have been new to the area, but people gossiped. He was in no doubt whatsoever that Mrs. Cranston would give them a good supper, and more, besides, to her master. He was also sure there was more to the little actress Charlotte. He had heard that she was as sharp as a needle— and not at all the dim-witted farm girl she was portraying. Now think on, Lottie. You act normal tonight. I want none of your daftness. We've to impress, Joseph. I need him, because I bet he's got contacts in Bradford and Accrington for my wool. And you, missus, could do with him for his money and lifestyle. You'd want for nought with that on your arm. Wesley looked around the large dining room. The parquetry floor had been polished to within an inch of its life, and a good blaze roared in the fireplace, reflecting in the shining silver and crystal that adorned the heavily dressed dining table. If he's not impressed with this spread, then I'll eat my hat. I've heard nothing but panic in the kitchen all day. You'd think the Queen was coming, never mind a mill owner, if you'd heard Mrs. Cranston flapping. He's only a fella, nout special. Lottie pinched a grape from the fruit dish that was piled high on the sideboard and played with it in her fingers before placing it in her mouth. He took your eye, so don't give me that. Anyway, quiet now, lass. I can hear Mary talking to someone in the hallway. I should bloody well if I had a butler for the night. What will he think of being served by a common village lass? Wesley sighed and then painted a smile on his face before giving Lottie a warning glance to behave herself. Joseph smiled at the blushing maid, who took his top hat, gloves, and cane. She was a sweet-looking thing, he couldn't help but think, as she curtsied and placed his belongings on the hall stand. Ah, Joseph, welcome to my home. I trust you found us easily enough, and that my stable lad is looking after your horse? Wesley patted Joseph on his back and held out his hand to be shaken. Indeed, I did. I hadn't realised you were so far out of Ostwick. You are quite remote out here. Joseph shook the hand of the robust, red-faced man strongly and looked past his shoulder to see Charlotte standing behind him. Miss Booth, are you recovered from your grandfather's funeral? I was quite concerned for your well-being. He smiled. Quite recovered, thank you, Mr. Dawson. I'm afraid I made a fool of myself with the grief overcoming me. I hope you'll forgive me for being so empty-headed.
Lottie quietly felt her heart jump as Joseph took her hand and kissed it lightly. Now then, you two, let's go into the dining room and I'll shout to Mary to tell Cook that we're ready for some supper. No sooner had Wesley spoken than he bellowed out his instructions from the hallway to poor Mary, banishing any thoughts of refinement in the Booth household. Seeing the look on Joseph's face and one of horror on Charlotte's, Wesley quickly made an excuse to his guest. We're a little short stuff tonight, as the butler's off sick. Good stuff are so hard to find nowadays. I completely understand. Joseph followed Charlotte into the dining room, admiring how small her waist looked in her morning dress and how the black complemented her long blonde hair. Well, this is a grand room, and even though it's a spring evening, that blaze is welcome. Hi, Lucy.